Today on this episode of the Richards Report, Reddit trolls screw hedge funds managers over the weekend as GameStop and Dogecoin stocks rise, costing Wall Street investors $70 billion. The Lincoln Project gets caught with their pants down, no pun intended, and CNN openly calls for the deplatforming of Fox News along with other conservative opinions. You don't want to miss a minute of this show. Let's go. So what happened with GameStop is going to sound confusing, so I'll explain this as best I can. A bunch of Reddit trolls, they call Reddit bros, on Wall Street Bets, which is pretty much an investing board that puts up crazy and risky investment ideas on Reddit, they noticed that hedge fund funds, particularly one called Melvin Capital, have taken a short position on GameStop, which I'm surprised at this point that GameStop hasn't fought for bankruptcy since it's pretty much as dead as Blockbuster once was. And because of the digital age, we don't really walk into the store and buy discs anymore. A short position is pretty much you betting against the stock. So if the stock price goes down, you make a lot of money. And if it goes up, you lose money and you got to start buying it back up and put more cash to cover for your loss. On Thursday or Friday, I think, it was about $6 for once per stock. And then the trolls at Wall Street Bets decided to screw the hedge fund guys by making the stock price on a crappy company go through the roof and make some money out of it. And it was working. It played out so well for the common working man to take on crony capitalism. We go against these guys and bankrupt Wall Street and a thought occurred to me that why hasn't this been even tried before? Because I for one think it's really amusing just to watch this stuff go down. GameStop is a crappy company, but it stock soared about 2,500%. And I think before Robinhood cut people off from buying it, it was like 460 a, a share. Another company that went up and Robinhood also cut people off from buying was AMC, the movie theater company, which is also heading for bankruptcy since nobody's going out to the theaters anymore to see movies. And one of the reasons is because of COVID. Go figure. The funniest one that I found was... <laughs> Blackberry and Nokia went up, and now this meme is reality. This is also a political phenomenon happening, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that we're listening. It's the Trump phenomenon that was just waiting for the right moment to fight back against crony capitalism. Ordinary people are taking on the economic establishment that they have zero faith in. You can get rid of Trump, but you can't get rid of the movement he created. On Robinhood, you couldn't buy the stock from AMC and GameStop, but you could sell these stocks because it helped all the institutional elites pay off Wall Street. It was illegal what Robinhood did, first of all. It was market manipulation, and those people involved from preventing ordinary people from making money should be thrown in prison. The CEO of Robinhood went on CNBC, and let's just say he didn't really have a good reason for why he did what he did. Explain what happened today. Thank you for having me on the show again, uh, Andrew. Um, so what happened today was, as you pointed out, we had to make a very difficult decision. It's been uh, it's been a challenging day. We made the decision uh, in the morning to limit the buying of about 13 securities on our platform. So to be clear, uh, customers could still sell uh, those securities if they had positions in them. 
and they could also trade in the thousands of other securities on our platform. So uh, it was a difficult decision, um, and, uh, and, and that's what we had to do as part of normal operations. Pause, pause. It was a very difficult decision, but this part of a normal operations? What the hell are you talking about? It's nothing but spewing bullshit. Nothing that happened in the markets were normal. In fact, they were probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that we just witnessed and we won't see for the next couple decades. It's not normal to tell your customers that they can't buy specific stocks that they want to buy. He wanted people like me to buy stocks that I could have lost money in and couldn't make shit from. Instead, I could have made a historic answer had I found this about earlier. Now, to his credit, the guy from CNBC said that his answer wasn't good enough and pressed him on it some more. And let me let me explain exactly how this works. Um, oh, first of all, I want to address some of the misinformation that's been out there because there's a lot of it. Um, we absolutely did not do this at the direction of any market maker or hedge fund uh, or anyone we route to or other market participants. Uh, the reason we did it was because uh, Robinhood is a brokerage firm. Uh, we have lots of financial requirements, including SEC net capital requirements and clearinghouse deposits. So that's money that we have to deposit at various clearinghouses. So some of these requirements uh, fluctuate quite a bit based on volatility in the markets, and they can be substantial in the current environment. Okay, okay, sure. So you needed more money than what you already have on hand so you could shut it down. And right there is when he admits that this was a liquidity issue. And I can safely say that this is not why they shut down operations. I know his answer didn't convince CNBC, and it seems to be rigged against the free market system. We here on the right love the free market system, and I think it's a wonderful tool to flourish financially. But some people on the right made it the free market system their golden calf to broaden their political agenda, and that's wrong. There is no such thing as a perfectly free market. There is a free market, but it's not a perfect one. Because some of these institutions have placed their limits on it. So this, C this CEO of Robinhood, I should say, is rightfully being sued by Mr. Brandon Nelson. A lawsuit was filed in the Southern District of New York. The lawsuit states, quote, Robinhood's actions were done purposefully and knowingly to manipulate the market for the benefit of the people and financial institutions who were not Robinhood's customers, end quote. I'm glad he's getting sued for this because market manipulation is a very serious crime along with probably other financial hacks and crimes that have happened over a few days ago. Now whether or not he's going to be held accountable for his actions is going to be a bigger mystery to me. Probably because liberal privilege is now a thing where these guys won't even be held to account for what they did. Now days after Robinhood stopped customers from buying stocks, the Reddit bros bought a <laughs> A billboard in Times Square telling people to drive up the prices of GameStop. I believe those guys have been kicked off Reddit and they've been kicked off other social media platforms. And now the price of silver has went up because of them. Now, since they were kicked off social media, they bought the billboard and it said dollar sign GME, which is the little ticker for GameStop. Go burr. And in other news, the Lincoln Project, which is supposedly a group of ex-Republicans, or as I like to call them, never-Trumpers, and never-Trumpers, by the way, are not real mainstream conservatives. 
They are Democrats masquerading as Bush Republicans who simply hate Trump based on his morality. So the New York Times published this story, and I guarantee you within two weeks or a few days, nobody's going to be talking about this anymore. The Lincoln Project co-founder, John Weaver, was condemned by co-workers after he had been accused of grooming young men for sex in exchange for jobs. Now, I find it funny that a group of leftists are now calling their co-founder deplorable. And the Times interviewed 21 men who accused Weaver of sending unsolicited and sexually provocative messages online to young men, often while suggesting suggesting he could help them work to get into politics, including as an alleged victim who was only 14 years old. And by the way, this was talked about for months now, and now they decided to come out with this because they realized they couldn't run away from this anymore. In its statement, the Lincoln Project wrote, John Weaver led a secret life that was built on the foundation of deception at every level. He is a predator, a liar, and abuser. We expect, we extend our deepest sympathies to those who were targeted by John Weaver's deplorable actions. Mentioned that the people in the Lincoln Project also attacked not only Trump but his supporters, along with Susan Collins and just basically Republicans in general. Now, Weaver's initial response to these claims was that he was gay which is the get-out-of-jail-free card for sexual abuse. I hate it when predators like him that are straight try to pull I'm gay so that doesn't make me a sexual predator card to get out of jail. But most, if not all, gay men are not predators. It's a pathetic defense for Weaver. And if the Lincoln Project claims to be a right-wing group, watch as this story goes away from the mainstream media as, this, as if this never happens. Now, finally, Humpty Dumpty Stelter on CNN is openly calling for Fox News to be deplatformed. I never understood Stelter's obsession with Fox News, since that's all he ever talks about on his show. He even wrote a freaking book about Fox News. Sounds like he wishes he had a job at Fox News, if you ask me. Here's the thing. CNN shifts its language about misinformation and disinformation. Disinformation campaigns were foreign propaganda like what the Soviets did, putting out false information that they wanted the left to eat up in the United States so they could spread it to a wider audience. Disinformation, on the other hand, are actual lies. And misinformation is what the mainstream media is pretty much using as their safe word now. It's pretty much stuff I don't like. It may be true, it may be false, doesn't matter. I don't like it because it doesn't fit the narrative that we're trying to push here, so I'm going to try to platform it. So it doesn't matter to the left that CNN has propagated lies about Covington Catholics. CNN also propagated lies about Black Lives Matter. They propagated lies about Trump. They even propagated lies about Bush. They lie on a constant basis, and that doesn't mean they should be... Does that mean they should be deplatformed? No, of course not. But Brian Stelter is going to go on the wrong route with what he has to say here. Big tech platforms say they are removing lies about vaccines and stamping out Stop the Steal BS and QAnon cult content. Now, do these private companies have too much power? Sure. And many people would say yes, of course they do. But reducing a liar's reach is not the same as censoring freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is different than freedom of reach. And algorithmic reach is part of the problem. So this is now where Fox News is going to come into play. He suggested that Fox News should have its freedom of reach withdrawn. When he says freedom of reach is not the same as freedom of speech, and that we need an unreliable quote fact check, that pretty much what he is pretty much pretty much suggesting is that we need unreliable quote fact checkers to stop the distri distribution of outlets like the New York Post, Fox News, Daily Wire, etc., etc. 
And it's funny that he has a show named Reliable Sources that shares his free speech, according to him. But I like for big tech companies to censor speech that I don't like. Kind of contradicts the whole meaning of reliable sources. I never seen Fox News ever say one thing to have Comcast stop distributing MSNBC or CNN to people. It's an amazing thing that we are witnessing here. And it's only going to get worse from here on out. Oh my god. Oh my god, CNN. Just look at people like Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, and Jesse Waters. All these opinion hosts with the wrong viewpoints you guys don't like. If these people honestly just listened for a little bit to these guys, they'd actually learn something. Like when they people on the left call Rush Limbaugh or Ben Shapiro racist, they probably never listened to them in their lives. I had an argument with one guy last semester in school. He kept like throwing Project Veritas and Ben Shapiro and other conservatives like that. And I asked him, do you ever watch or listen to these guys? And he was like, well, no. So why the hell are you talking about them? I mean, all this stuff you hear is probably from Media Matters, which heavily edits their clip to just make it seem like they said something wrong. Anyway, that's it for tonight. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and give us those five-star views on Apple Podcasts if you like what you hear today. And have a good rest of your day. We'll see you next time.